Welcome to Storming the Gates with your hostess and fellow warrior, Joni Scott. It's good to have you here today. We're going to listen to the Creator's Heart, and we pray in accordance with His will for the nation. Now today, I'm going to talk about a subject I hope to revisit many more times in future podcasts. If we're going to storm the gates of heaven with prayers that make a difference and turn back the enemy... This is one of the most powerful weapons in our arsenal. I was just listening to Lou Engel. His familiar raspy voice is etched with passion as he called for a 40-day fast. If you are familiar at all with Lou Engel, who is the head of an amazing prayer ministry called The Call, it is no surprise he's inviting God's people everywhere to join him for a 40-day fast. How that man has lived through so many 40-day fasts is beyond me. In 1999, Lou Engel asked God how he could shape a nation, and Lou has been leading thousands of young people in fasting and prayer ever since. Lou declared, when there is no hope for a nation, no remedy, God still has a holy prescription. Blow the trumpet in Zion, call a sacred fast. The fast Lou called for already began September 2nd, but I'd encourage you to jump in however God may lead you. For instance, I cannot be completely foodless for 40 days right now. I prayed, and for this first week, at least I'm going to be foregoing bread. Sometimes I shift into a new level of sacrifice each week as God directs. Well, that takes me to our subject today, which you may have guessed is fasting. In the previous episode, I shared how God has been issuing a warning through a number of prophetic voices. The hard times are coming to America this fall. Two people I talked about were Pastor Dana Coverstone and Liberty of Spirit Move Ministry. Those links can be found in the notes for my previous podcast. Both Pastor Dana and Liberty heard the Lord say, brace yourself. How do we do that? Last time, I spoke of tying yourself to Jesus as both an immovable rock to keep you steady and a flotation device for when the waters get high. Jesus is kind of cool that way. Rocks don't usually double as flotation devices. Hey, but most rocks aren't Jesus. Well, let's look at another way to brace ourselves from troubled times, and that is fasting. And I am a big proponent of fasting. I've seen more answers to fasting than I have to verbal prayers. A fast, or denying ourselves food for a season, is in itself a prayer. It lets God know the thing we're asking is more valuable to us than our appetites and cravings. It's a cry of hunger for our God, the only one who can truly save us. Well, back in June, when I first heard Pastor Dana's dreams, I had to go outside and clear my head of the fearful images his dream put there. Could this be real? That's what I was wondering. And then I thought, who is this guy? He was interrupting my peaceful life. I was waiting for the final lifting of COVID restrictions. Wasn't all the COVID craziness bad enough? But now you're telling me it's just the beginning of sorrows? But I could not shake this sense that was deep within me that Pastor Dana's warnings kind of were resonating inside me as being true. I sat in that warm June sunshine in my backyard and there on my little patio, surrounded by my colorful flowers, Life still felt okay, peaceful, sunny. God, I asked, is this real? 
I had not yet listened to Liberty's remarkably similar message that I did feel confirmed Pastor Dana's message. At that time, I just said, if this is real, can it be avoided? Well, in the quiet sunlight, God spoke to my heart. This is a Jonah moment. Jonah. Well, I understood that right away. I've written a whole play based on the book of Jonah. But nonetheless, I grabbed my Bible and perused the book. Jonah gave a dire warning to Nineveh. Yet 40 more days and Nineveh will be destroyed. Let's think about this first. Why would God send a prophet? Was it just to rub the evil city's certain destruction in their face? (laughs) That's what Jonah was hoping for. But no, a warning is just that. A warning that if you do not turn about and change your ways, destruction is sure to meet you. I warn my kids all the time of things to come. If you speed down that road, you are going to get a ticket for sure. Keep drinking that soda pop and you'll have a ton of cavities. Well, I do it because I love them. I care about their readiness for the future and I want them to avoid disasters. Would God go through the trouble of sending a prophet who, he didn't just send a prophet, he sent one that didn't want to go, gets caught in a storm, swallowed by a big fish. (laughs) The man had uh, no intention of giving in to God, but God still sent him because he longs to save a people. Well, when Jonah got to Nineveh, what did they do? They fasted, and it was a crazy fast. No food, no water. Everyone wore sackcloth. They even put it on the goats and the cows. That always cracks me up. What also struck me was who called this fast. Let's take a look at Jonah 3.6. It says, When Jonah's warnings reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. The king. These warnings reached the king. One reason the fast of the Ninevites prevented God's judgment is because it started at the top. This king, who surely partook, condoned, and encouraged the evil which led to God's declaration of judgment, put aside his robes. And a king's robes represent his authority and power. Yet this king stripped himself of all his pride and bowed to the God of heaven in true humility. He called for the entire nation to do the same thing. People and animals alike must wear garments of mourning, and everyone must pray earnestly to God, the king decreed. They must turn from their evil ways and stop all their violence. I felt God say to me that day, the extent to which those in authority will humble themselves and pray and seek my face is the extent to which these judgments will be averted from the land. It is my prayer that our president will call for not just a day of prayer, but a day of repentance. And as God places each of us in authority in our communities, churches, and families, we must pray and fast and ask that the devil's schemes and God's judgments are averted. Don't rely on someone else to do this for you. God has given you a place to stand and pray. And by pray, I mean fast. If you mean business with God, you will fast. I wonder how long Nineveh fasted. Because Jonah gave a message saying, yet 40 more days. I tend to think they lay in sackcloth and ashes, waiting and wondering if they would live for 40 days. And at last, the 40th day came and went, 
and no new word from the prophet who was up there scowling on a hillside somewhere, wishing they'd been nuked by heaven. (laughs) But the Ninevites kind of like opened their crunched eyes and pulled their arms from over their heads. They were bracing, right? They were bracing for judgment, but nothing happened. A collective sigh of relief was heard, and then a massive celebration begins. (laughs) Well, except for Jonah who was pretty ticked off that God sent him all that way just to let those murderers go free. The last words in the book of Jonah is God telling the disgruntled prophet, And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? Hey, God even cares about our fur babies. Prophets are a gift of love from God, who has no desire to harm humans that he made. He feels immeasurable depths of compassion towards us. God's heart yearns to bring people close to himself. It's up to us to cast aside our rags of stubborn pride, pride that often parades as excuses. Give in to God's call. Give up something that you'll miss each day, something that will show, God, I mean business. This is more important to me than food. And then God's reward will come. His presence will surely touch you in that place of humility. And it is there he will reveal himself as provider and protector. As you fast and pray, you will meet with God and he will meet with you. And when he does, he will definitely assure you he loves you. And he will direct your path. When my husband heard Dana Coverstone's dreams, he decided we need to get up a half hour early to pray and listen to God. He was really focused on, what are we supposed to do? And as we prayed each morning, it seemed God simply said, pray, pray for the nation. So we did. And nothing more yet seems to be expected of us. But I have to admit, I have chosen to fill some empty shelves in the basement with extra beans and rice and water. I mean, why not? Perhaps one day I'll just donate it to a shelter. That's what I hope happens. But it could be, I thank the Lord, I had it in my possession. Psalm 127 says, Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. And so the other practical thing we do is we watch. We're called watchmen because we are to be vigilant, especially in the night season. We need to be ready to move when God speaks and to hear his voice. We humble ourselves, fast, and pray. I don't know what misfortune or fortune will be our lot. And I don't need to know. I only need to tie myself to Jesus. Then hold on tight for the ride ahead. Let's pray together. God, we do not know what the future holds. But as the saying goes, we know who holds the future, and that's you, God, we are concerned for this great nation of ours. We're concerned by riots. We're concerned by destruction. We're concerned by anger and hatred and bitterness. We're concerned that the church has yet to wake up and realize the dire straits we are in. We call upon you, O Lord. God, speak to our hearts, Lord. Lead us to fast as you would. Give us the strength and confidence to continue in the fast you call us to. God, we pray that you will lead 
our president to call for a day of national repentance and that we will humble ourselves before you as we do even now. Lord, we humble ourselves we repent. We repent of the sins of this nation that have gone on for so long. Oh, Lord, hear our, hear our cry, Lord God, and heal this land. God bless you all.